knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man Staten. This podcast is dedicated to blue-collar, hard-working public land elk hunters. We preach hard work, delayed gratification, discipline, and staying accountable to yourself. We value faith, family, fitness, fiscal discipline, and of course, public land elk hunting. So come along as we try to educate, motivate, and inspire you to become the best possible version of yourself. Our podcast is brought to you by Wilderness Athlete, performance you deserve. Fuel your body with the best. Use our discount code ELKSHAPE30 and save 30% off your first purchase. We are also brought to you by NUMA Outdoors. Geared for the outdoors, made with bow hunters in mind, built to over-deliver, and most importantly, designed to outperform. Check out NUMAOutdoors.com and be sure to use the discount code ELKSHAPE20 to save 20% off your purchase. Matthews Archery elevating the archery experience take a test drive with the matthews v331 or 27 at a local dealer near you vortex optics i've been partnered with vortex since 2010 this company is awesome they're american owned veteran owned they're based in wisconsin their entire team of designers and engineers produce and distribute a complete line of premium sport optics accessories and apparel most of the apparel that i wear while training scouting and hanging out around the house is Vortex Wear. Go ahead and check it out, and if you want to save 20%, enter the discount code ELKSHAPE at checkout, and you'll save 20%. New from Vortex in 2021 is their tripods. The one I've been using in the backcountry is their Summit Carbon 2, and their Radian Carbon, and it also has a ball leveling head, and it's perfect for rock solid shooting. There is a tripod to fit everyone's needs from Vortex now, and it's still covered with their lifetime no-fault transferable VIP warranty. Check it out at VortexOptics.com. And welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man. What's up? Today, we are talking to Ben from Wad Prep. This guy is getting into elk hunting, and I thought it super appropriate that we get him on here today. So he's your pretty diehard crossfit well he makes a living creating crossfit content so obviously the dude's he's a beast in the gym very knowledgeable coach avid outdoor enthusiast backpacker mountain biker and he got bitten by the elk bug he wants to get into bow hunting we got connected through my brother-in-law and so we decided to record a podcast and learn more about his story Learn about Wad Prep, which is a really cool platform, and then kind of figure out how is he going to get ready for his first ever elk season. He has all the fitness, but he doesn't have the elk knowledge, the reps in the field. So going through how to mitigate lack of experience, and some people are in the same boat as him. He's got a lot of fitness, a ton of enthusiasm, and he's super intelligent. So we're bringing on Ben Wad Prep today. I hope you guys enjoy this show. It's brought to you by Buck Knives out of Post Falls, Idaho, legendary knife makers, over a hundred years i'm super stoked to be partnered with buck knives and you should check them out they got a lifetime warranty on all the knives here we go podcast with ben three two one go i had a nice mountain bike accident this morning so it set me behind on my schedule so i've been playing catch up here ever since but uh I got the dogs and we're here ready to ready to chat man how are you doing today yeah did you die though no i'm fine over the handlebars or what no this was this was just a couple slide outs okay and are you in colorado yep where what what part of colorado 
Denver. Sweet. It uh, looks like uh, – so do you have a box or just a studio or – Yeah, so this is my studio. This is uh, a – yeah, it's a, it's a video studio. Basically, it's like a mini CrossFit gym in the back, but it's just just my playground. I saw that you were building your own uh, – a bigger spot for your garage gym. Yeah, I'm, I'm going all in on that. I don't know if I'm going to be able to – do exactly what you're doing per se as far as you know it looks like you do a lot of video driven stuff but oh yeah uh, yeah it'll be a content studio honestly podcasts and working out and um whatever else but and where, where is it where are you i'm in spokane okay so it's in my backyard and it's just the worst time ever to build i mean it's so exp- good luck with lumber you might as well make it out of like granite or something yeah, trusses showed up today at seven in the morning, and I'm just like, "Well, there's a fortune right there." Seriously, it's oh crazy. man, that's cool. So I basically, first off, how do I say your last name? Um, so I think in Poland they say Zawolski, but we in Maryland, where I'm originally from, say Jawalski. Like the DCI makes a J-ish noise, so Jawolski. Okay. Perfect. Uh, that's great. And if you mess it up, no biggie. <laughs> so I, I literally didn't know much about what you were doing. And then I, I hopped on your YouTube channel. Yeah. And I'm like, holy smokes, bro. You're in that, you're in that CrossFit space big time, man. Like that's awesome. Yeah, That's definitely, definitely our niche is CrossFit. And you know, now that I'm living here in Colorado, it's like, man, I, I could care less about actually doing CrossFit only the only thing I like to do is is like CrossFit because it's going to make me better at all these incredible hobbies that I'm picking up I mean like I love mountain biking I absolutely love backcountry snowboarding like all this stuff where you have to like earn your turns and uh, and then like as I've gotten into it my buddy Gary was the one who was like all right you got to get into elk hunting, backcountry bow hunting with me. You know, I just learned how to do it. I still don't know what I'm doing, but you need to, you need to pick this up because I used to be a, a really big fisherman uh, back in the day. That was like my whole life was fishing, like tons of hours on the water every, every week. Used to run a fishing guide company. Um, I was, a, I was myself was a guide for a while. And then it was just like out here in Colorado, the fishing is trout. And I just haven't, haven't gotten into that yet. And then the, the, the thought of like big game, you know, like I used to catch sharks. We did a bunch of shark fishing. And then the thought of like going after big game and it's really freaking hard. You're probably not going to kill something your first couple of years. And if you do kill something, it gets even harder because you have to pack it out. I'm like, sign me up. I'm in. Yeah. You're going to earn your meat. Yeah. And it's going to last you the whole year. Uh, you killed it. You participated. You didn't just go you know, swipe your debit card and have it killed for you and packaged all pretty. And then you kind of know where it lived and you went into its backyard, like you went into its kitchen and killed it. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. You're and the fitness side of things, man, you're going to be able to, uh, I don't know. I don't know how long you've been doing CrossFit or whatever functional fitness, whatever you want to label it, but, uh, you'll be limitless in the mountains. It'll be awesome. Yeah. The, what's cool is the guy that I'm doing it with is one of the fittest guys that I know. And he used to coach for me uh, for a while. We both used to own CrossFit gyms in Maryland. We both sold them. He moved out here. I was in Japan. Uh, my wife's in the military. So we did all kinds of moves, Maryland to Florida, to San Diego, California, to Japan. And then we just got here in Colorado two years ago. And it's just like all these hobbies, man. I'm just like, what have I been doing my whole life? Well, let's, uh, so for this podcast, like, I guess I gotta, it's kind of cool. Cause we're, everyone's getting to know your story uh, along with me. Uh, so, uh, I basically here's the deal. Like I, I want to just kind of get to know your story and we'll, we'll sprinkle in elk hunting towards the end for sure. Because I obviously have a lot of elk hunters that listen to this podcast, uh, mainly, but, uh, my brand centered around personal development, like elk hunting's cool. CrossFit's cool, working out's cool, but I all that is to be leveraged so that you create the best possible version of yourself and having something to train for, having something to look forward to. And I love the delayed gratification component of elk hunting for me. 
there's I can't even describe like the feeling if I could bottle it up when you walk up on a bull that you just killed and you basically trained for this. This is your CrossFit Games. You trained for this for the entire year. And there was a lot of decisions that you made leading up to that to happen. Sure, some people get lucky as shit. Don't train, don't shoot, show up, kill one off a road. It will happen maybe once. Maybe. But to do it consistently year after year and to like make it a hallmark food staple in your lifestyle, dude, you got to commit, which I think that's kind of that all or none lifestyle that, that you probably already do. So how did you get into CrossFit? Like, let's go through your fitness journey first. Yeah. So I got into CrossFit when I was a sophomore year uh, in college. I went to North Carolina State University I was on the bass fishing team. That's like literally the, the whole reason I went there is because I had the best bass fishing team in the country. Um, and I went there, uh, had a good first year and then went home for the summer. And I don't know about you, but uh, it's this weird phenomenon where when people just graduate high school and then they like come back from like their first journey, uh, you know, like me and all my buddies like went back to high school and like hung out there for a little bit and talked to some of our teachers. Well, one of my teachers was uh, telling me, hold on, my, my dog is drinking water really loud in the background. I don't know if you can hear it. He's very thirsty. Uh, so one of my teachers was telling me, hey, Ben, I just started this new workout regimen. You've got to try it. it. They do these crazy kippering pull-ups, you know? And I'm like, okay. He's like, all you do, go to CrossFit.com, do the, here's the official warm-up, and then just follow whatever it says. I'm like, okay. And I did it. And I remember the first workout ever that I did was Barbara. It's like pull-ups, pull-ups, push-up squats with some, some breasts in between it. Uh, but basically I did it. I, I think I'm fit, right? Or thought I was fit. I did it. And then I looked at the scores underneath that people were posting in the comments. And like, I was blown away. I was like, what am I doing with my life? I'm not fit. And I also threw up after the workout. So that was like, that was it. I was hooked. I was like, I have to figure out why people are so much better at this than I am. Cause I thought I was in shape and fit, but I am not. Uh, and then that was, that was the start of the journey. And then it led me into eventually got into coaching. And then when I graduated college, I actually just started my own CrossFit gym. So I was lucky enough to start one with a friend of mine in Maryland and ran that for a while. And yeah, so that, that's how I got into fitness at least. And then obviously I got really competitive and competed at some higher level events, but, uh, yeah, it just was kind of an all in thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. So what year was that when you attempted to do Rabdo Barbara? <laughs> um, that was 2009. Okay. So pretty early adoption. And then given your personality and the potency of the Kool-Aid, you went right into coaching and then you were like, dude, I, I want to open my own gym. This is awesome. Make my own community. And then you had a partner. Um, how long did you guys run your box? How was your relationship with your partner? And how did you sell it? Yeah. So just like you said, I, I you know, one thing led to another. I went all in. I ended up joining a local CrossFit gym rather than just doing it at the NC State University gym. I would like save up money from winning fishing tournaments and then like go to the gym and be like, I can pay for one month, you know? And once I got through, once I got through my first like three, three months where the, I was doing that and I would like, I would take a month off, go like try to save up some money, come back in. And then uh, the coach Christmas Abbott was like, Hey, I think you'd probably be a really good coach. Like you seem like you, you can like, you have decent leadership skills, like you're organized, you're, I don't know. Let's, let's see. Would you be interested in coaching? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how she got me into it was she like sponsored my level one. And then I worked it off on the back end. Uh, and then when I actually got to see the coaching side of things, graduated, um, from NC state in 2013. And then from there, uh, I had taken a bunch of entrepreneurship classes. Um, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was in college, but when I took my, like literally the first day of my first entrepreneurship class, I was like, these are my people. I didn't know that these are my people, but these are my people. Like everyone here hates school. They want to do something on their own. 
and no one here has a real job. They've all like started their own thing, you know, like they've, they, they are unemployable. Let's say that they're the ones that want to make the decisions and, and, and yeah, start their own thing. So I leverage that entrepreneurship and, and flip that into starting my CrossFit gym after I graduated, I move back home to my parents' place in Maryland, like most college kids these do when they're, you know, a lot under debt. And then started the CrossFit gym with my buddy, Josh, who was like a high school buddy. And we had an angel investor. So got super fortunate there. I mean, I've had lots of, uh, lots of blessings and help along the way. I mean, just having supportive parents to let me move back in. And then he and I had a mutual friend that's has done extremely well in business. And he's like, Hey, listen, the government's going to take half this money anyway. So like, I'm just going to give it to you and then they won't take it. And then you guys can actually build something that is good for the community and good for the world. Uh, just pay me back when you can no interest, no equity, no nothing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it was a stud. I mean, the definition of an angel investment, right? Yep. So we got that. And we started the gym. It was super, you know, super small. It was in like a 3,000 square foot. I guess, I mean, it was a decent spot. Uh, I was in a 3,000 square foot place. We started and we just like, we get a member here, buy a piece of equipment, get a member there, buy another piece of equipment. And we just kind of built it out. The gym still exists to this day. I ran it with him for a year and a half. And then I basically, I ran it for two years, but a year and a half, I was like actually there coaching, you know, grinding with, with Josh and, and the other coaches that we had brought on eventually. Um, and at the time, I think we had about 150 members. So we built it up pretty solidly. Um, I still remember like the first month we were like cash flow positive. I was like, what? This is crazy. Business is easy. Um, it's not, <laughs> but we, we were cash flow positive. We, like I said, ran it for a year and a half. I had all these dreams to like expand and open new locations and this and that and the other. And then I got engaged. And the the lady I got engaged to, Shelby, she is in the military and she's a helicopter pilot or was a helicopter pilot. She's not flying right now. But because of that, she went from Maryland to Pensacola, Florida, did flight school there and then knew that like, hey, I'm gonna get stationed somewhere. So we had been dating for quite some time. And then it was kind of like, there was sort of like a, hey, things like I'm gonna be moved somewhere around the world and don't know where yet. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna pop the question. So I did. And then when that happened, that kind of set the, the balls in motion to, uh, to move away from Maryland, which I did. And then eventually, like I tried running, I tried helping Josh from afar and doing like most of the marketing, <clears throat> which is actually kind of how WOD prep started is like, I learned about email marketing and I would take our little email list from our gym and I would sell like extra coaching. I would sell um, like little Olympic weightlifting seminars or little like strength cycles or bodybuilding cycles and stuff like that. And the way I did that was all via email marketing. And once Josh and I agreed, like, you know, Hey, I'm going to go do my own thing. Uh, he basically the business blue crab bought the gym back for me, basically like bought my 50% of equity. Um, long story short, there was there, we, I got a little screwed over there, but we don't have to get into that. I'm not throwing shade at anyone. We still have a good, a good relationship. And like half of my extended family goes to the gym, which I just find amazing. Like Yes. Two of my aunts go there. They're still called like Aunt Carol and Aunt Jane. My uncle goes there. My cousin drops in there all the time when he's in town visiting my aunt. Um, and it's just, a, it's just a great place. So I love all those people, even, even if it could have ended sour and it didn't, uh, or I decided it wouldn't because what happened was when they got in a tight financial spot, they basically stopped paying me my buyout. So technically I could probably legally say I still own part of it, but we won't go there. But what it did was when I kind of got cut short on my buyout, it immediately made me go, okay, I guess I need to take this whole wad prep thing really seriously. Because at the time I just made a few videos, like just posted some videos on Facebook and, and maybe YouTube about like how to get ready for the 2014 CrossFit Open. And that was it. Like that was my grand scheme was I'm just going to make videos to help people get ready for the Open. 
and I like kind of was dabbling around my, we had moved from Pensacola to San Diego, my wife and I. And then when I kind of got screwed out of the, the gym buyout and didn't have that nice cushion coming in and literally just sitting there doing nothing, getting my buyout money. When that got stripped out from under me, <clears throat> I had a couple different options. I could get really angry. Um, I could try to fight it legally, which I had every right to do. I could try to like th throw shade at the you know owners and and try to because the members would have been like yo that's really effed up yeah like i don't believe in that and it could have like could have made me torn the gym apart or i can say hey i love that gym and if the gym is going to survive regardless of like who or what happened the gym is going to survive i can just take a big old humility pill and be like, all right, I'll leave the 20K or whatever on the table and I'm just gonna go kick ass at Watt Prep. And that's what I did. And then, so gym still exists. This is actually the first time I've ever said this publicly. So hopefully no one at the gym listens to it, but it's, it's the truth, it's what happened. But I yeah. took that and I use it as fuel to do good and keep the good that still existed over there. And then they eventually opened like a second location and some, you know, other people that were, Hey, we love this name. Let's start a new location. So like everything that came out of that, I think was good. And it's changed a lot of lives. Uh, and then my job was like, all right, Ben, you are making $0. And you know, Shelby would come home from, from work and just be like, uh, what are you doing? Like, I'm just like drawing like sales funnels on a whiteboard, you know, like different business ideas, like it's going to start a fishing YouTube channel. And then I was Gonna maybe do some CrossFit stuff and then I'll do this and do that. And then we found out we were moving to Japan. And I was like, well, whatever I do, I need to do something on the internet. And that's kind of how Wild Prep was born. It was like, well, this is what I'm good at. I can teach people how to do all the, the skills of functional fitness that, you know, kind of nag them. And they're not, you know, it's not necessarily easy to just look at rings and be like, oh, I can do a muscle up, right? You need someone to, a lot of times you need someone to teach you or you need to learn about the intricacies of it. Anyway. So that's how Wild Prepper's born. I know it was uh, the long story, but, but. Oh, I love it. Nope. That's cool. Funny, funny story. When I opened my gym, I think it was in 2007, uh, there was one other gym in Spokane and one gym just opened up in Coeur d'Alene and the dude, it was two dudes, which I, they're great guys. One was Derek Hutchinson who look him up. He's like an ex Navy SEAL or Ranger operator. He's an operator contract guy overseas and he was on some tv show and won it crossfit did a big video on it and he was dating this chick named christmas abbott and i went over and hung out and met them and then i think they might have broke up and she split town and opened that gym and she no way sponsored you so crossfit's a small world i was laughing at that that's wild man and uh the the whole business partner thing i've been there done that had a business partner with uh, two different businesses and uh found out that I, I'm just not a good business partner. I'll, I do all the work and then I get resentful. Uh, so just figured, uh, I just laughing cause I know how all that goes and then selling a gym and is, is tricky. I, I sold my gym after 11 years and it's so worth it to have your gym still running and knowing that, dude, I started that, that thing's still going. It still affects the community. I feel you there. Let's talk about wad prep, man. So you got a hundred and 20 something thousand subs on YouTube. You got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. You make dope videos. You make sick content as the kids say these days. Uh, I know cause I'm a content creator. That's a lot of work, man. So what, what kind of prompted the YouTube growth? Was it everybody getting crazy about, uh, the open and for those that don't know anything about CrossFit in the open, it's a worldwide competition. Anyone can do it three to four weeks long, 20 bucks to enter. And it's just a big ass leaderboard where you can measure up against everybody. It's the same workouts. The workouts are scalable, blah, blah, blah. But people geek out. Uh, I used to watch videos on certain open wads when they come out. We competed. We did the 12 games and the 13 games as a team. We were like we were into it. Then kids came and we were like done. So is that what kind of sparked your growth was the open pre preparation, the people geeking out on the workouts? I, yes, I would say that the open is definitely our biggest growth. Any, any, in any given year, like our biggest growth happens during the open. 
one of the biggest things that actually had us pop off, like even before I started putting videos on YouTube was Facebook. I kind of cracked the code thanks to like a business mentor. You know, I've always hired business mentors. I've always read a lot of books, got a giant bookshelf, all my favorite business books back there. Um, one of a mentor challenged me to see if I could figure out how to make viral videos that mimicked the hottest videos in the game back in, let's say like 2015. And those were those like food porn videos. Do you ever remember like all those like recipe videos? And they were just everywhere, like tens and hundreds of millions of views of that aerial shot of someone making, you know, like Oreo cake or something. 100% like that. remember that. Yep. You know, and it was like, it was it, 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 something about those videos just like made it so viral that there was everywhere. So I started trying to make the same thing on the CrossFit side, like nice short videos, less than a minute long. You know, I even did some aerial shots and you can still find a couple of my videos there where I like show someone how to wrap their thumbs for the hook grip. I show you how to shave your calluses. I do another one that's aerial with my hands that like showed you how to make gymnastic grips back in the day when you would make them with tape yeah you know, it seems forever ago now you don't do um, that still no i'm joking yeah <laughs> i do not i don't ever i don't ever use grips yeah me neither the so i like started doing that and then just started making all these videos and then one day this is while we had moved to japan one day i posted a video about how to unload the barbell just like kind of a silly stupid video it was so bad i edited it because it was just me at the time it was so terrible that I almost didn't post it. And then I did. And then I woke up the next morning. Um, cause I posted it at night, like basically morning in the U S posted it at night. I wake up the next morning, 650,000 views. And I was like, Whoa, cause it had just gone viral and I got to taste it. And then now that, that was like, that was just like the tick in the right direction that like finally showed me like, Hey, this, you've got something. If you keep taking swings, you'll eventually hit a home run. And then I just kept making content, kept making content, eventually hired a video editor, blah, 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 things grew. Um, but that was, we, what we really did was like grow a pretty big Facebook following. And then, and then at some point, I think it was like that year's open. It was like, all right, I should pr probably start putting these videos on YouTube. Um, and then now YouTube, like if I had to choose one platform to focus on, it's long form content on YouTube um, because generally the the people who watch it like they're there because they want to learn from you they're not just like they're not a zombie looking for cat pictures and butt pictures you know like they're <laughs> they're actually they're actually looking for information usually when they're on youtube especially on my channel i don't vlog i tried it i think twice and i was like this is horrible like i i hate trying to make myself look interesting so um yeah i just it took off from there so now we have this whole production schedule where you know it's basically like i'm making videos for either youtube long form or i make shorter videos that we can kind of double purpose for either instagram or facebook um and i started instagram late too like i think i mean i already been in japan for like two years and my brother was just like you have to start an instagram like why don't you have and i'm like i don't want it and then now that's the platform i use the most probably because it's more personal like you can you know direct message people and uh yeah we actually use that kind of as like a secondary email list but the biggest growth business wise and i know i'm kind of meandering here but like all the channels are great but in terms of monetization like actually owning a business bar none the most important channel is your email list so that's why i created all these all these different um like funnels all these different content platforms um, except for podcasting, which I kind of still want to do at some point, And I might be doing one at some point. Um, but we have YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We also have a blog. All of that content is free. And the only purpose of that content is to make people understand that wad prep is good quality material and to get them on our email list. And then when they're on our email list, that's when we, we don't spam you but we definitely don't hold back when it comes to selling. We, you know, we run promote, we share good content. I share good emails. And then I'm also just like, Hey, we got this course. It's available. You know, we're opening enrollment for the next 10 days and then it's going to close and send emails about it, hitting it from different angles, different testimonials, 
couple emails on the final day, like really kind of putting the pressure on. And that's, that's the business right there is, is selling these, these courses because the, the Instagram, the YouTube, the Facebook kind of is like, it's like the ingredients, but the courses, if you really want to learn how to do double unders or muscle ups or pull ups, strict pull ups, skipping pull ups, butterfly pull ups, handstand walks, handstand push ups, pretty much all the things, then the, the recipe is in our courses. And we're going to interrupt this podcast for a quick little message from Black Rifle Coffee Company. These guys make amazing coffee here in the U.S. and they're veteran-owned and they're proudly American and unapologetic. I appreciate that. If you guys are interested in joining their coffee club or picking up maybe some swag, ready-to-drinks, or check out that new Flying Elk Roast flavor, use the discount code ELKSHAPE and that'll save you 15%. Also, Kafaru International. This is the backpack of choice for elk hunters. I use the Hoodlum or the 44 Mag. You guys need to check out Kafaru International if you are serious about packing out large loads of perfect protein off the mountain. Head over to kafaru.net to learn more. We're also brought to you by Onyx Hunt, the number one hunting GPS app. I've pretty much gone away from using an old school GPS. Obviously I still carry like an inReach, but all my hunting maps are stored and executed with the Onyx. This is the fastest downloading offline maps out there, as well as the most resilient bulletproof. Not gonna crash on you when you need it most. I run tracking most days while elk hunting, and I found Onyx to be the most reliable hunting GPS app out there. Check it out today. And finally, Baku e-bikes. These are e-bikes made for hunters by hunters. This is a game changer for elk hunting as well as bear hunting, checking your tree stand trail cams, getting in and out quietly. I rock the mule. Use the discount code ELKSHAPE to knock $300 off your purchase. And if you do that, you might as well just go ahead and apply that discount towards a folding cargo trailer so you can put your elk quarters and haul them out back to the truck. Okay, so let's say I've um, been doing functional fitness. Let's just say CrossFit because that's that's what I call it, man. Yeah. Uh, let's say I'm struggling with double unders, which a lot of people do. I can go to your website and I can find a double under course. Okay, it's so you have digital digital education. Is it a PDF? Is it video driven? How much is it? What do I get? Yeah. So the what it is, is basically like we have an online school for learning functional fitness or learning CrossFit. Um, the Double Unders Unleashed course is an eight week course that has programming and then instructional videos. So like if you go on YouTube, we have phenomenal, I mean, probably over a hundred thousand people have learned double unders from just our YouTube videos alone. Right. But oftentimes you can't just like, I mean, even for myself, right. I couldn't just like, Oh, here's one tutorial video. Boom. I got it. Right. Mm -hmm. Breaking it down and really like tearing apart your jump form, your, the way you spin, which kind of rope, how long is your rope? How heavy is your rope? Right. We do all of that in the course. What it is, is basically like an online school to help you go from zero to 50 plus unbroken double unders. And we can do that in an eight week period. And the way that we design it is that it's a mix of education and then also programming. So like we, we have written workouts for you to do, but it's designed to be added onto your normal training. So yeah. I'm not saying like, Hey, Dan, you need to stop working out and just focus on double unders. No, I want you to keep doing your lifts, your Metcons. I want you to do all that. And then just add double unders and unleashed as a cherry on top. And it's three days per week, about 20 minutes per session, roughly. And that's it. And the, just adding that little bit of accessory work on top of the the baseline programming that you're following can help you learn a lot of things, whether it's pull-ups, double unders, muscle-ups, I mean, kind of all the things you can learn it. If you just, if you just add that accessory program that we designed on top of it. And then there's also like a school to go with it, like education on like, Hey, here's how you do this. Here's a common mistake people make. Here's how you fix that mistake. Um, so yeah. I love it. I think that's cool. I love the internet. I love that you can learn from your home and I get your pain of repurposing videos, short, long, all the things we do. We're pretty aggressive with our YouTube. We're, we're, we're scheduled twice a week. We've been doing that over a year. Uh, 
so we're constantly shooting and we're constantly editing and uh hiring another editor would be awesome so if you are listening and you can you understand how to edit and tell a story and you sure you want to work for me i'm a hard ass hit me up because i'm always looking to hire contract editors uh I, I have two computers that I edit from, so I can like free up one when one's run. You know how it is. It's oh yeah. Uh, what about camera stuff, man? Like, uh, you probably started with a cell phone, but like I'm sure you understood quality over the wiles and had to geek out. So, what are you shooting on, like DSLR or handy cams? What do you use? So the first thing that I realized that someone taught me was audio. Number one, mm-hmm. right? You can have a blurry-ish video, but if your audio is crap, no one's gonna watch it. Right. A lot of people make that mistake where they get like the fanciest lens possible and then they just like hope that the mic works. Uh, Cameras have come a long way, though. Um, I don't know what we use because I don't do it anymore. Um, I don't shoot any of my own stuff other than my handy dandy cell phone. Um, The the videographer that comes into Wad Prep HQ where I'm at right now about once per week. He uses I don't know, some fancy schmancy thing. But what I realized is I was so bad at getting the color right, because I'm colorblind, getting the focus right. I just kept messing everything up. <laughs> so when WadPrev got to the point where we had enough money to hire a videographer, it's like, boom, I'm never doing that again. Amen. I'm just going to stand and do what I'm good at, which is teach. That's it. And co- I'm good at coming up with the ideas for the content. Like the idea, the script, the angle, kind of like the director, but I am not pressing record and I am not doing it. Like I'm not putting it in focus. I'm not doing the color. I'm not doing the lights. He just shows up, goes to the back, gets it all set up, tells me when I'm ready and I go do my thing. Mm. That's, that's how it works for me right now. Uh, and then we have a full-time video editor as well. Um, hiring a video editor was my first thing that I did because I had, a again, a mentor, <clears throat> a different mentor this time challenged me Cause I kept coming and kind of complaining like, Oh man, all yesterday was editing these three videos. Like, uh, you know, took me forever and it was so hard. And he's just like, Ben, this is like the third time you've been complaining about video editing. Do you want to do this the rest of your life? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. He's like, then by our next call next week, if you don't have a video editor hired that you've at least tested, uh, I'm firing you as a client. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh shoot. That's okay, a good Billy. mentor. And that's what I did. I went out and I found uh, actually someone on the military base. I didn't have the concept of hiring someone remote yet, but that eventually that, you know, right now my video editor, Juan, who's the man, lives in the Dominican Republic, uh, loves CrossFit, big CrossFitter down there. Uh, But I hired this lady on the military base. She edited one video and sent it back. And I was like, oh, see, this is a a disaster. She doesn't get it. She's not as good as me. You know, I understand CrossFit. There's no way anyone can edit videos, right? So I'm like automatically like all these limiting beliefs. Like no one can do it like I can, even though my videos are complete crap. Let's be very <laughs> So I get it back. And then she's like, let me know if you have any edits, right? There's, you know, always a back and forth. So I, I was like, okay, like, yeah, I need to move this around. I need to do this. This is wrong. Like you're looking at the wrong part of my body when I'm talking about this. And, you know, it's like, so I like, I sent her all these edits and I was like, all right, you know, see Billy, I know. She sends me back the, the second edited video. And I was like, I will never edit a video ever again. Cause it was perfect. It was like a hundred times better than I ever would have made it. She like added slow-mo and like graphics. And I'm like, okay, nope, I'm never doing that again. And then the rest is history. Then I just went on a hiring rampage until now, you know, uh, it, it's been slow, but it's, during that slow growth, anytime that I find like that I'm constricted where I'm the bottleneck, it's like, I'm going to hire someone. Dude. Amen to that. We should almost say that again, guys listening. Cause we get into entrepreneurship quite a bit here. I want people to have side hustles. I want people to have time to hunt. And if you work a nine to five and have two weeks a year, that's it. Uh, it's tough. So what did you just say? <laughs> if, and I have a lot of good examples for this. Um, so I'll, I'm going to rephrase it a little bit. This is from a, this is from a, a mentor, Ramit Sethi, who's, he's a great business educator. Um, and I'm sure he learned it from someone else who learned it from someone else. But if you have a problem that money can solve and you have the money, you don't have a problem, right? 
And when you take that into business, anytime that I find that I am or, or someone on the team, you know, wherever the bottleneck is in, in the business where it's like, we do not like, we have the, we want to do more, but we don't have the capacity or the time or the, the manpower to do it. Um, I hire someone, that's it. So m- my most recent hire is I have a personal assistant that works with me here. She'll probably be here pretty soon. Um, and she takes care of everything <laughs> like, Hey, Car, car registration expired. We got a ticket. Can you pay the ticket and get it registered? Yep. Done. Right. While I'm like on vacation uh, back home in Maryland for the week. Right. She solves all of that. Um, she's just like, she's a problem solver. So when I have problems that normally would eat up a full day of my schedule and then it's like, oh my gosh, now I'm so behind and I have to do X, Y. No, I just say, Liz, can you do this? And then I can do, go do whatever I want. Doing whatever I want is either going to be production. It's going to be something that grows the business or it's going to be fun. Like a lot of, like I just got back from mountain biking this morning. A lot of people see how much I play and they're like, wow, do you ever work? It's like, I do work, but I also, for me as a creative type and like my energy, I have to play. If I don't play, I'm, I'm a deadbeat, man. I'm depressed. I'm, but when I play, then I can come back here and knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Um, so hiring people allows me to play more. Um, hiring people is going to allow me to take the entire month of September off and live in the woods. Uh, hopefully I don't need that long, but I, I'm like telling the team like, Nope, I won't be here all September. You guys are going to run the show. Um, and then even in my personal life with Shelby and I, my wife, we have a cleaner that comes and cleans our house. Not because we're slobs or we're lazy. It's just because if we have, like, it would take us an hour or two to clean the house. And that hour or two is so much better spent playing, like exploring the local amazingness that is Colorado, Um, working on her business, working on my business. All of that is so much more valuable to me than the $35 an hour I pay the cleaner. Same thing goes for food, right? If, If it's up to me and I'm you know, I'm, let's say, um, this is actually a perfect example. So I was like late I, like my timeline was messed up this morning and I was late cause we had a mountain bike crash. And, um, I was like, oh my gosh, like I got to get to this podcast call and not be late, but I need to go pick up the dogs and I haven't eaten yet. Well, I have a food full of prepared meals that a local chef makes us every single week. And it's all healthy, good stuff. Guess what? If I didn't have that, I would have gone straight to Chick-fil-A, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's just like all these little things. I've tried to design a life that allows me to play. It allows me to eat healthy and it allows me to focus on things that, that out earn what it costs me to outsource it. Um, I so love that. You know, that's, that's it. It's just, it, once you understand that mindset and it, it took me a while to get out of it. Cause my dad is like extremely frugal, right? Like, and I can still remember when I was younger spending hours, hours every single month, mowing our lawn, right? There is not a chance in the world if I could go back in time, I'd have been like, dad, take my allowance, give it to someone to mow the lawn. Like, I don't need the allowance. Let me go play or let me go, you know, do something else. Uh, And nothing against hard work. It's just, it's literally like, you need to figure out where your hard work is. It's not always going to be fun, right? Let's make that clear. Like, like me coming and shooting videos some days, I don't want to do it. But that's my thing. So I, I grind it and I do it. Training, yeah. obviously, isn't fun all the time, but I do it. But you still need to understand that, like, just because it's hard work doesn't necessarily mean it's work that you need to be doing. And if you can outsource it and then focus that time elsewhere at a higher value, then that's, that's what you do. And then you get into outsourcing, which is what I've really gotten into. I really like the outsourcing. You're hitting me hard here today because <clears throat> I teamed up with a producer – about a year ago, actually a little over a year, and we jumped from 10,000 subs to 35,000 subs or something in YouTube in a year, which is pretty aggressive. Uh, and and the cool thing is I really like this guy. His name's Tim, uh, and we get along really well. He's got a great eye. He does like to film. He does like to edit, and it. I'm telling you know we talk all the time because he owns his own golf shop, like a pro shop, like where he teaches golf instruction. And I'm just begging him all the time, have you hired yet? Have you hired? Like, I want him to duplicate himself there. And then I just 
showing my cards and list people listening is I'm looking for somebody to basically follow me around every day with a camera who knows how to edit video, edit podcasts. Like those are my bottlenecks. And what I'm good at is being in front of the camera and doing what I do to be elk shape. And what I do is I dude, I, I create content. I know a lot of stuff about gear and working out and elk hunting. And that's it. I have a very limited knowledge base, but it's, I know I'm scaled vertically on those items. I know a lot. And my lifestyle is very simple. Like my only objectives today is to record a podcast with you, do a little bit of editing, which I've done most of it, and then shoot my bow a ton, work out, and then everything else is just whatever, emails and putting out fires. But like, I need someone following me around. Like, we should make a video about whatever I'm going to go do for a workout. I don't even know what I'm going to do yet, but they should be out there and people should be able to watch me shoot and maybe pick up a tip or two while I shoot. So. I need that. That's for sure. You're preaching to the choir. We got a segue to September. Uh, ben, you live in Denver. You have mega good resources. So the first one I'm going to tell you about is my brother-in-law, Elroy Turnbow. That's who I met at, at No Limits the other day. That's oh. how we met. He's the okay. one that told me to, to add you and link up with you. Okay, now okay, so now I get it. Elroy, I didn't know. I haven't talked to him yet. So that's how we got connected. Okay. Well, that's good. He just moved to Colorado. He's killed Paula Elk and uh, about the nicest guy you'll meet in the world. And uh, so that's cool. So there's that. Um, then No Limits Archery, one of the best archery shops I've ever been to. Uh, you, you've probably met Braden. Yeah, Braden. So Braden, it was so funny. So I, I went in and got my bow and I'm in there just like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Like, you know, and I just, I just was like, it, it, it kind of reminded me of like, wow, this is what people feel like when they go to a, an actual CrossFit gym for the first time. They're terrified. Yep. Like, I don't want to ask the, the wrong question and get made fun of, you know? So I'm in there and I'm just terrified. And then end up buying my bow and, you know, we shot a bunch of arrows through it and stuff like that. Found the one that was, you know, the one that felt good for me and then left. And I get an Instagram message. Like, I thought it was you. You know, and it's from this guy, Braden, and he's like, and he follows Wad Prep. So, like, thankfully, thanks to Wad Prep, I like, boom, had a connection. Braden and I actually just taught a muscle up seminar uh, two days ago to the date uh, together. Um, so, we're, we're becoming friends, and, and he's, you know, he's my guy. I, I text him all the time. And every time I go into the shop, he's just teaching me what's my next step. Oh, my God. Game over. Yeah. So, Braden's actually my brother from another mother. So, we're like literally. We'd be best friends if we lived in the same town. Him and I have got we've known each other a long time, and he's just a very driven um, serial killer when it comes to animals. So you're that's a good mentor. And then uh, his girlfriend Dana works at Kafaru, so you got the Kafaru connection with Frank and Aaron to get your gear there, your sleep systems, your backpack. Another I was guy supposed to go this past weekend actually, but they were in Pennsylvania, so we're gonna go whenever they're back in town. So yeah. Perfect. Okay. So this is the easiest, like line you up. Um, another guy is Santino Castellanos okay. and he, he, I will, I'll connect you guys. I'll get your number. Um, one of the most successful bow hunters I know. He knows everybody. He's right there in uh, Westminster and uh, good dude, great family man, um, knows me forever, but yeah, you're blessed to be in Colorado. So elk tags. Yeah. You just go pick one up at walmart right because you're got it yeah i cool. applied it got got my for the unit that we're going to i got uh i got a muley tag which was cool um and i have i have the cow tag and then my buddy who i'm hunting with has the the bull tag okay so you got a cow tag it's archery so uh what is the opening day this year for you guys in colorado is it like the second or something i'm not exact i think the second what about getting out and testing gear, doing some overnights some backpacking, taking the wife, just kind of getting familiar with the unit just because you're local, take advantage. Most guys coming to Colorado are from <laughs> the Midwest or the East. Like your state just gets, you guys probably have more non-residents than residents hunting for elk. No joke. Yeah. You, you'll see. It, it gets crowded, but they don't. They can't just go scout on the weekends like you can. So do you have any overnights in the unit that you're hunting planned? Yes. Yeah, so, and, and that's where, you know, my buddy Gary, um, who, like I said, he, we're 
he was in my wedding. He owns a, a, an online fitness company called All Terrain Fitness. Um, and his like his motto is charge the mountain, right? So he's like all about like being an all-terrain athlete. Um, anyway, so he's the he's the one that's kind of like invited me into this, like, this is my obsession and you need to do this. And so he's the one that invited me in. So I've relied on him for like telling me what to do with the tags and we got them um, in terms of like, I think he has a few trips planned for scouting, for checking out the terrain, for obviously lots of aerial research, but I guess he's got a pretty decent spot um, that he was, he was around him last year and just, just failed. Um, but he's like, we're, we're going to do it, especially he was solo last year. So this year we'll have two people. So we can set up differently. I can call, which I need to practice a lot of that. Um, and then he can shoot and vice versa. So we do have plans for that. And I'm like looking at my schedule though. And I'm just like, man, my schedule this summer is so slammed, but I'm, I'm in, like, I told him I'm in, I'm ready to go. I got it. I just got to put in the work both at the, at the range, you know, shoot my bow and then obviously getting the right gear. And then I'm, I love backpacking. Um, luckily I just bought, um, last summer I had, here's, like, here's another classic example. My, my assistant, Last year, she uh, moved on to a different company, but uh, she, her boyfriend worked at a, uh, like one of the best outdoor, outdoor gear supply stores here in Denver. And I was like, I don't know how to backpack. Can you just like help me? And she went with me and my wife to buy all of the, all of the best gear, like nothing more, nothing less, like just the perfect amount. And it was like absolutely perfect. Cause we ended up uh, Shelby and I ended up doing some, you know, longer backpacking trips in Glacier National Park. And it was just like, oh, everything was just perfect. So it's like just finding an expert and being like, can you just tell me what to do rather than like Googling like a thousand different reviews. And it's just like, nope, buy this. And it's like, okay, done. Um, so anyway, I'm relying on Gary to be that expert to make sure that we get out and do our scouting. And then luckily, like I have Braden, um, Elroy and this other guy, Kurt Belding. I don't know if you are familiar with him. He I think has a, a company called, um, oh man, I can't, I can't, I'm totally blanking on the name. It's some, I don't know, some with the mountains, but it's, a, he's a great guy. I just went and shot with him a little bit. Um, he's put down a bunch of elk and he's a, he's also a guide. So I, I'm very, very lucky to have the connections already so far, just being a couple few months into this whole, like, all right, it's time to learn how to do this. Um, so I'm just really relying on mentors. And that's what I tell people to do in fitness, right? That's why my company exists. It's like, I will be your mentor to teach you how to do all this. So it takes a lot less time and you don't get as frustrated. I know there's going to be lots of frustration. They're not going to be there to, you know, to, to shoot the arrow. They're not going to be there to pack out the meat. Um, but if I get to the point where I'm, I'm getting to pack out meat, that is, that is the reward. That's the, the reward is, is that horrible, horrible grind that I, for whatever reason, love. Um, you will love it. And yeah, it's the best. Uh, okay. Well, let's do this. Let's try to get some nuggets for y'all. Um, separation is in the preparation when it comes to elk hunting and it can't be argued. So with how tight your schedule is and how crazy busy you are, you have to do like one or two things every day going forward in the name of better elk hunting. And I want you to elevate those, uh, in a way that's not, don't, I mean, just think like you would, Ben, not average. So the average guy will go in their backyard and flip-flops and shoot 20 yards and they're an all-star. Ben, you're never going to shoot an elk in flip-flops. You're almost always going to be wearing a heavy pack that's soaked in sweat, under duress, dehydrated, with a bino harness, maybe awkward clothing on. And it's going to be a steep uphill, downhill, side hill, trees, limbs. Get your ass to the, the 3D course. Do some physical things and then go there. And take some awkward shots, some with rangefinders, a couple without, with your backpack. And just elevate your like your perfect practice. Because I'm here to tell you, uh, I've killed a lot of elk and I think maybe once once a backpack wasn't on but nobody ever practices with their backpack on right i like that man that's a that's a huge tip that's a huge tip and i'm lucky because there's a i guess a really good 3d 
um, course in Golden, which is like 10 minutes from my house. And a guy from my CrossFit gym is like, oh yeah, I finally got a membership. There's like a, a nine year waiting list and he has a membership. And I'm just like, dude, I'm there. So I just got to text him and convince him to let me go. I feel like I've been to that one with Santino, my buddy, um, and Braden. I think so. Oh, hopefully. So we got the shooting thing. You're gonna you're gonna dope out and you're gonna tinker with your gear and you're gonna shoot an elk with a fixed broadhead, not a mechanical. You don't want to risk shooting an elk with an expandable, in my opinion. I'm pretty, I'm pretty stubborn on that just because I've seen bad things and I think you know uh, there's a guy who owns iron will broadheads in denver there they um they're made up in north dakota but the iron will broadheads the go check go knock on their door meet those guys you might want to shoot an iron will just for penetration one of the sharpest best broadheads out there and whatever but shoot a fixed broadhead uh have like see if you can get aaron snyder to look at your setup he's a he's a wealth of knowledge Braden, Braden knows better like so you're set up there on the fitness side of things, getting ready for elk hunting. This is going to disappoint so many people. Uh, because I know you do functional fitness, you literally don't have to change a single thing. Like I, People think I like ramp up my rucking and I do all this backpack training. And uh, when I have a backpack on, it's probably some scouting trips. And that's what I consider my like sports specific training. I just rely on functional fitness. Were you going to do anything special for your fitness or were you just going to do the old functional fitness route? So, well, one, a, a shitload of mountain biking, which that is, man, there's a, there's a heck of a grind there. Um, and that's like, I tend to like traditionally, like back in my competitive days, I was really good at like high skill, high weight, um, high speed, right? Like those longer grindier workouts, I can do them, but they, they weren't my wheelhouse. Being a Colorado man now, being long grindy things are, are like what I'm learning more of. So the mountain biking, in terms of just like keeping it an elevated heart rate for three hours, I'm doing that. I did a lot of backcountry snowboarding and actually this year purposefully loaded my pack with more weight as I was climbing the mountain at, you know, 11,000 feet in the snow. And then I'm actually, again, lucky enough, uh, Gary, the guy who I'm going to be hunting with this year and has done it, you know, he's done two years now. Um, he's like a top level coach, right? He, that's what he does is like write workouts for people. So he actually has written a program for us, which is a mix of functional fitness, but also getting more miles in. Like, I, I think I have to do a little bit more running and stuff like that, but um, and all mixed in all of that, when I'm traveling and stuff like that, I'm going to be doing, going to the CrossFit gyms and dropping in and doing seminars and, and, you know, just staying fit. So that's, that's the game plan right now. So to me, it sounds like you're just doing a little mixed bag, keeping your body, avoiding overuse injuries and doing the same thing and getting all this different exposure to all these stimuluses. It's that's the secret sauce is to just not have a specialty. And uh, I love it. So you'll have your fitness doped. You have mentorship like I've never heard before. Like super, super jealous. You're you're gonna crush the learning curve. Um, I'm gonna get you a membership to the Elk Collective. That's my online course. And John Gabriel, we'll get you that. It's got everything under the sun. You'll probably want to spend a lot of time on the calling videos and understanding the elk behavior biology because that's the stuff you just can't really duplicate without experience. Um, so we'll get you there. Watch a video a day. There's like 140 videos. So try to find the ones that make the most sense and watch a video a day. I like Pre it. Put your elk calls in your car, truck, whatever. Whenever your wife's not in there, just practice making elk vocalizations. And if you have any struggles, just reach out. Yeah. I think that's what Kurt told me to do. He's like, just keep them in your car. Anywhere you drive, just make as much noise as you want. I'm like, that's a really good idea. It's just like, I can't do it in here, right? We have neighbors. I have neighbors at the house, but in the car, perfect idea. Yeah, man. There's some other uh, bigger name CrossFit people as well getting into hunting. Um, yeah. Your boy. Are you friends with Matt Hewitt? No. He was on. I, like, again, like, I think he's a friend of a friend. Yeah, he was, at, he was on Froning's team yeah. when they won a few times. Great guy, strength and conditioning coach there. Um, 
I, th- I saw that Froning tried to go elk hunting in Colorado last year. Yeah. It was, it's on YouTube. And I, I was watching, I watched one or two videos. And I started laughing. He brought a freaking dumbbell to elk camp and was right, doing to like work to train during elk camp. And I'm like, dude, you're doing it wrong. Like you don't want to kill an elk bad enough. If you're worried about doing dumbbell snatches at elk camp, uh, he'll never listen to this, but uh, dude, you're doing it wrong. Uh, y- you should be out there grinding it out every second of a, the daylight hours. But uh, who else is? But I love the fact that he's elk hunting, period. Yeah. Dave uh, Castro, I know, is a big hunter. And it, I actually messaged him on Instagram. I'm like, once I figure out what the hell I'm doing, uh, come to Colorado and, and go elk hunting with my buddy Gary and I. Because, you know, it's Dave freaking Castro. And he was like, all right, I'm in. Um, and then I was obviously like, I don't know if you've gotten to this one, but I haven't met him yet in Denver, but like Braden knows him and they're friends of friends. I'm sure. And he loves mountain biking, but Matt Chan. Oh yeah. Matt Chan. Yeah. I've, I've never met Matt Chan, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's into it. Like rifle bow, whatever. Um, Chris Spieler, I think, I, I think I helped him get a bow from Hoyt many moons ago. I don't know if he's ever used it. Nice. Um, but I like seeing more of like the, the CrossFit space get into hunting because, if you look at the principles and the doctrine of that cult, uh, it's, I'm joking, but it kind of is a cult. It's look at the definition of a cult. It's probably a cult. <laughs> uh, it's got a lot of paleo ish food sourcing. Yeah. And so you're not going to recover on tofu. You, you probably ought to eat some, some, you know, meats, vegetables, nuts, seeds, meats, getting that perfect protein source and doing your own killing and having a connection with your food uh, and then utilizing your fitness. I see no negatives. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like I said, uh, luckily my buddy Gary is the one that is helping me cross the, cross the, the bridge from outdoorsman, but a waterman fish, like fisherman through and through, right? Like years and years and years of experience there and no hunting experience, zero. Like I shot a, a finch with a pellet gun once because it was annoying me when I was trying to sleep <laughs> on a snow day, right? Don't tell anyone. Uh, um, right. That's it, right? And and it's just because I chose a different outdoor activity um, and he's, he's helped me cross that bridge. Um, and exactly for all the reasons that you just said, I am so excited and I'm like, it's, it feels really good to be a complete newbie at something right? Like a complete and utter, like getting into backcountry snowboarding. I still at least knew how to snowboard, but it was like, I love reading the books. In fact, I have, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Over here to my right, I have an entire stack of, of elk books that I read when I'm taking breaks. And then I have a whole nother stack at home. I have like the ultimate guide to bow hunting. I have like, I have all these different books and I'm just trying to soak up all this information. So um, I would love to do it in video form too. Cause I know reading about a call is a lot different than listening to it and trying to mimic it. Yeah. When we, when we designed the course, we were like, cause there was, there was already a couple already ones out there, but they're all written. And I'm like, no dude, I I'm a video guy. Like I watch from audio and visualization. So we just made it hundred percent video driven. Um, and it's kicking ass. It's called the Elk collective. I'll, uh, yeah, I got you a note here to get you a membership. And then, um, I just wanted to compliment you, man. I love your business acumen. I love your your enthusiasm for just creating systems. And then like you just, what you just said, they're so important, like stepping outside your comfort zone. Like that's the juice from the squeeze in life is yeah. just putting yourself out there. And obviously I'm biased, but I'm just so happy to hear that you're going to give bow hunting elk a go. It makes me smile. <laughs> I've been smiling this whole podcast because I know when you hear that first bugle, it's, it could potentially change your life. Not just saying that. I really mean that. It could potentially change your life. Yeah. I get awesome. chills thinking about it, man. And I haven't even been out there yet. So I'm... Oh, It's fire. Uh, where can people learn more about Wad Prep? I, I already told them they're on YouTube. Is it at Wad Prep on Instagram? Yep. It's, it's, literally, it's Wad Prep everywhere except Twitter. And I don't use Twitter or TikTok. So that's it. So YouTube.com slash Wad Prep. Um, Instagram.com slash Wad Prep wadprep.com and facebook.com slash wadprep. Um, pretty much if you just look up any movement that you're trying to learn in fitness and then add wadprep to the back end, you'll find it. And actually, if you just type in like toes to bar, butterfly pull-ups, 
muscle ups, you'll see our videos um, on YouTube, especially. And yeah, if anyone listens to this and needs help with anything, um, if, I mean, if you're listening to this and you, you want one of my courses, just hit me up, tell me, listen to the podcast. I'll, I'll give you a discount or something. I want to schedule a follow-up podcast after September. It's going to be gold because it's going to be, here's what I thought I knew. Here's what I did. Here's what I know now. And here's what I'm going to do different. That'll be so valuable. I'm in. Perfect. Cool, guys. This has been Wad Prep. You're listening to the Oak Shape Podcast. Remember, separation is in the preparation. We'll catch you on the next one. And that's a wrap. Ben, thanks for coming on, bro. Enjoy the Elk Collective. Dive in deep. Learn as much as you can about elk behavior, biology, vocalizations, where to find them. Try to be into elk every day. I'm excited to watch your journey. And we'll get you back on the podcast post-hunting season and figure out what went well, what did not go as planned, and go from there. Guys, you have a lot of choices when it comes to podcasts. Thanks for picking ours. We appreciate you. A couple discount codes to add value to your life. Remember, we got the NUMA discount code. Elk Shape 20 will get 20% off. They got some new gear coming out this summer. The Pursuit Pants. They got a new Puffy. A couple other items that I'm picking up. Wilderness Athlete, again, Elk Shape 30, will take 30% off your first purchase. So load up on the Hydrate and Recover, Energy and Focus, Multis Green Formula, all that kind of good stuff. Vortex Wear, great for working out. Discount code Elk Shape will take 20% off. Black Rifle Coffee Company, discount code is Elk Shape. Use it on their store or become a member of their club. And it's 15% off, discount code Elk Shape. Black Ovis. They sell just about anything under the sun. The discount code is elk shape. It'll take 10% off. You can get your arrows uh, through the arrow ID, custom to your specs. You can get all the clothing brands, backpack brands. Some exclusions apply, but mostly you can get 10% off. So save some loot. The Elk Collective, we heard us talk about it on the podcast today. Virtual online elk hunting education. Discount code, all one word, elk shape podcast. That'll take 25 bucks off. Northwest Retention, that is the scout, That's the that is the chest holster that I use for my sidearm when I'm going hunting. Discount code ELKSHAPE will take 10% off, no shipping and handling. And finally, we're brought to you by Spy Point and Crispy USA. Appreciate all your support. Next week, we got a fun podcast. I'm editing it right now as we speak. It's going to be another dope episode. We'll catch you next Monday here at the ELKSHAPE Podcast. Remember, separation is in the preparation.